Good morning, I'm Ben Thompson. This is WCNC's Wake Up Charlotte to Go, and here are your top stories. Well, overnight, the coast of the Carolinas slammed by tropical storm Idalia. New video shows damage left behind after several tornadoes, damaged cars, and an animal hospital near Wilmington. The powerful winds only half the equation there. Perhaps a bigger concern, flooding. This morning, major, major cities along the coast, including Charleston, waking up partially underwater. And that is where we find Wake Up Charlotte's Richard Devane. And Richard, the rain largely moving out of the low country at this point. But as we know, Charleston sits right at sea level and those high waters remain. Absolutely correct. Those high waters have started to recede. That is the good news this morning, Ben. Good morning to you. Good uh, Thursday. I can never keep track of the days we've been working so much recently, looking at all of the water come in, and now a lot of that water going out. As we take a look at video, we can tell you that this was the issue yesterday. They say the National Weather Service here in Charleston says the fifth highest amount of water uh, as far as storm surging in the area yesterday storm surge about nine feet at high tide causing parking lots to flood streets to flood of course people had taken precautions trying to protect their homes their businesses but a lot of places were affected by those rising waters throughout the morning or the late uh evening into the early morning hours police trying to keep people away from driving down those blocked streets that were impassable as a matter of fact just for perspective we went out to shoot video and on our way back some of the same roads that we took just 15 minutes before totally flooded over so we had to find another way to get back to our location now as we come back here live we should we should be seeing those water recedes things should start to go back to normal of course that's when folks who have had damage in their businesses some of their homes will start assessing how much cleanup and drying out they have to do we're right here in downtown charleston this is richard vane guys we'll send it back to you Time now to connect the dots. When we make the news make sense, this morning a state of emergency still in effect for both North Carolina and South Carolina. But what does a state of emergency really even mean in the Tar Heel State? While it may sound ominous, an emergency declaration in the Carolinas is all about getting help to those who need it during and after a disaster. Let's connect the dots. When the governor issues a state of emergency, the main concern is getting money flowing. Storms are expensive. Most hurricanes do millions of dollars of damage. By issuing an emergency declaration, it starts the process of getting state or federal aid for a disaster response. It also means rules that could get in the way of relief response are waived. This will help get fuel and critical supplies to areas that need them the most. But it does not mean schools or government offices are automatically closed. That's still up to local districts. And that is Connecting the Dots. Turning to more of today's top stories, in your morning rush, the CMPD says they're seeing a high number of recent domestic violence incidents, with two happening just in the past week. Officials say overall numbers are down about 5%. Officials say domestic violence incidents can be some of the most dangerous situations that they respond to. If you or a loved one believed to be a victim of domestic violence, call the Greater Charlotte Hope Line at the number there on your screen. Happening today, a march demanding justice for Shanquella Robinson's death. SBR Helping Hands is asking supporters to join the cause today, 1 to 7, by standing at the intersections of Beatty's Ford Road and LaSalle Street. Robinson was found dead after traveling for a vacation to Cabo back in October of 2022. The feds say they aren't going to press any charges in the case.
I'm Bree Jackson in Washington. There are new concerns about Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell's health. During an event Wednesday, the 81-year-old senator appeared to freeze and was unresponsive for more than 30 seconds. This is just the latest in a string of concerning incidents for the Senate Minority Leader. The South Carolina Supreme Court denied a petition to rehear arguments over the state's new abortion law Wednesday. It follows the court's ruling last week that the fetal heartbeat law is legal. State Attorney General Alan Wilson says he's pleased with the court's decision. Planned Parenthood petitioned for that rehearing. The organization argued a fetal heartbeat forms later than six weeks. First responders said an 18-wheeler lost its load and overturned on a Gaston County Road Wednesday afternoon. The truck overturned along Union Road near Bud Wilson Road. A dispatcher said one person inside the cab was treated for minor injuries. There are no further details on what caused the incident. And that's it for your morning rush. Just a few hours, students at UNC Chapel Hill will be going back to class for the first time since Monday's deadly shooting. Last night, thousands gathered to pay their respects to the professor who was shot and killed. Wake Up Charlotte's Destiny Richards has more on what's been a difficult week at UNC. UNC Chapel Hill students and faculty will return to class Thursday morning, their hearts heavy with grief. We're here to acknowledge the pain this has brought to our community. The campus community came together for an opportunity to express that grief Wednesday night at a candlelight vigil. To sit together to grieve together and to comfort one another. Both the vigil and a ringing of the bell tower followed by a moment of silence yesterday afternoon. It was all to honor the life of Dr. Zhu Jian, an applied physical sciences professor who was tragically killed. His murderer, Tai Lei Chi, was a doctoral student who worked closely with Yan's research group at UNC. He's being held without bond in the Orange County Detention Center. As the campus continues its investigation, Chancellor Guskowitz emphasized to students and faculty in a message, quote, We know that the wounds of this tragedy will not heal quickly. And in this time of profound sadness, let's continue to build and strengthen our community together. Thanks for listening. You can find all these stories and more at WCNC.com. Join the Wake Up Charlotte team weekday mornings on WCNC Charlotte from 4.30 to 7 a.m. Like and subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend.